This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Happy Friday, everyone. From NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, what's up, Robin? Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Howdy, howdy. And from NPR Music, Hazel Sills. Hi, everyone. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out now on April 29th, starting with Toro Imois' Mahal. This song is called Magazine. Nothing here to see, factories overseas. Cut down all these trees, we build them tees. No more drama, please, no more drama, me. I'm gonna throw it up all over all the seats. Tori Moi, a.k.a. Chaz Bear, lays down his crown of king of chill wave for complete <laughs> departure on his seventh studio album. His first album on a new label, Dead Oceans. His previous home for many albums was Car Park. And this album, he uh, goes deep on the music. The instrumentality is amazing. Psychedelic rock, there's jazz, there's just a genre-bending delight from Tori Moi on this release. It's probably most ambitious album to date. The production, the arrangements, I enjoyed a lot. Even uh, there are little bits of sound design where there'll be like an electric keyboard that will have this modulating, warbly pitch effect. It's gorgeous sonically and, and very trippy. As far as the songwriting goes, it it reminds me of a contemporary update of a lot of the music of the 70s, right? Like I hear a lot of uh, Bob Skaggs, Mm. you know, Hall & Oates, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Absolutely. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm from Philly, so I can recognize it. You know what I mean? Like I I hear (laughs) that uh, 70s spirit in a lot of this music, but with very modern, chill and blissed out textures. Yeah, I mean, I'll say straight up, I think this is the best record he's done. Like Tariq was saying, how ambitious it is and just the scope, it really blew me away. And right out of the gate, when you hit play on this one, you know you're going to be in for a ride because he opens the album with this super fuzzed out guitar rock instrumental called The Medium. I thought, oh my God, is he going all Ty Siegel on us on this record? (laughs) (laughs) The themes of the record is all about getting away from the digital age. Enjoying the moment in life. We're in this world of Instagram, instant pictures, doom scrolling, and this record feels like it's just living in the moment and enjoying life and taking it one day at a time. You can hear it in the music. The music really 
stands out. It is like a jam session. I wanted to be in the studio, fly on the wall during mm. these jam sessions with this record because he has a lot of guests too on this record. I think it's the most he's ever had on an album. Tori Moise, the artist is new and is called Mahal. Another album we're loving that's out today comes from the L.A. band Girlpool. Their new one is called Forgiveness. The song's called Nothing Gives Me Pleasure. Hazel, I know this is one that you were loving this week. Girlpool is an L.A.-based duo that has just changed their sound so incredibly over the course of their career. Um, This is their fourth album, Forgiveness. A lot of people who maybe haven't been following their trajectory might associate them with the sound of their first few albums before the world was big and Power Plant, which were very, like, twee super guitar-based rock music. On this album, their production has just completely taken a left turn in a really great way. It's very dark, electronic, and subdued and, and minimalist, but this is a great album about growing up. I think we're really getting music from Girlpool that speaks to the transformation in their lives and a lot of songs about sort of mourning the innocence of childhood or mourning the innocence of those early teen years. I heard a little bit of it and it feels like that transitional album from high school to college. Like that, mm. there's that album you listen to that summer before you go to college and that this is the album that I would have pictured, imagine me listening to before I headed to college. Yeah. I felt like this was an album in part... A little bit about regret, not regret, like you did something seriously wrong to somebody and, you're, and you hate yourself for it, but just how we often wish we could have a do-over in life. And then, as the title suggests, forgiveness, but not necessarily forgiving someone f- for the pain they've caused, but maybe forgiving the world for being the way that it seems like it has to be. Yeah, no, definitely. And just like trying to figure out your place and your self-presentation These are two artists in their early 20s who are trying to find their sense of self in the pandemic, dealing with the internet and all of these things that get in the way of your reality or or those kind of real moments in life. Girlpool is the band. Their new one is called Forgiveness. Let's do one more before we take a break. It's from the New Jersey hip-hop duo Dialect. It's called Precipice. Intrinsic evil left resident to react. 
Yeah, yo, straight out of Jersey in the late 90s, Dalek really pioneered this distinct form of noise hip-hop, right? Combining feedback and distortion, these big, heavy, like, overdriven drum breaks with rap music and, and really pushed the genre to louder, more aggressive palette of sounds that hadn't really existed before them. Today, you know, we got groups like Death Grips and Clipping, groups that kind of play around in a, a, a very similar aesthetic field. But Dalek really pioneered this back in the day. And their latest album, this is probably as loud and violent as anything I've heard them do in the past. But it also has these very meditative, dreamy sections that I like a lot as well. It's not really jagged hard, though. I mean, it's almost like My Bloody Valentine as rap, you know? My Bloody Valentine is a, a huge influence, also Public Enemy and their approach to samples and and collage and and actually processing samples and adding textures you can hear that sound uh, really throughout their catalog and, and body of work over the years but on precipice a lot of those sections like like the middle section of uh my bloody valentine's you made me realize right you can hear dialect creating those distorted uh soundscapes it's not really driven by rhythm so much so you have this arrangement interplay between like the heavy distorted boom bap stuff and then the dreamy almost ambient sections of these records and will brooks who's the lead mc of the group he told me a while ago that he wrote a lot of this record during the summer of 2020 you know you had like uprisings around the country around police violence in particular he really wrote this record as a protest record. All I can think of is, like, if Run the Jewels was tripping on mushrooms, <laughs> I was really just in a dark mood listening to this, and I was truly enjoying it. Like, I told Robin, I love darkness. Shiny, happy people puts me in a bad mood, but this puts yeah. me in a good mood. It felt to me like I was sitting on a powder keg listening to it. You know, it's like you say, it hits hard, and it's, you know, it's brutal, but... With those ambient sounds and the droning guitars, it just had this weird effect of actually creating more tension, if that makes sense, more tension than if they went big and loud, because big and loud is a release. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it felt like the pressure just kept building as you listen yeah. to the record. Dialect is the band, and Dialect is spelled D-A with umlauts over the A, D-A-L-E-K. The album is Precipice. All right, we do need to take a quick break, but we've got more music when we come back, including a new album out today from the singer Kalani. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore. Jump into a new perspective on performance apparel. Viore makes products that stand the test of time and hope to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives, empowering your best life in clothing that can be worn for just about any activity from running to yoga. Visit viore.com NPR to receive 20% off your first purchase and enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. Discover the versatility of Viore clothing. This message comes from NPR sponsor Teladoc Health. 
There are lots of reasons for wanting to be healthy. Family, work, living a fuller life. Teladoc Health understands. Whether you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or just need to manage your weight, Teladoc Health can help. Visit teladochealth.com slash what's your why for more information. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C health slash what's your why. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out now on April 29th. We start the second half of the show off with Kalani. Her latest is called Blue Water Road. The song is Wish I Never. Another let him win, let's I say so. And I don't show my cards, but I play it though. They put them in my bag like my bankroll. This time that's just not the case though. I was lacking, I ain't proud of it. I know I could have held it down for real. But you really came to show out. Before I knew it, I was shotgun, shotgun, got one with me. Never been what I said to you, baby. Was in character for the animation. You ain't never had a stop simulation. Had to take it back to play in my face. Smiling. Put the gas on it, but I kept the mileage in the bullet coming, but I didn't die. Quick enough, I wish I Kalani is back. They received like over a billion streams on the, their second oh, wow. album. This album, it is a journal going through emotions, sexuality, sensuality, and spirituality. And the cut you're hearing, Wish I Never, samples the classic. Slick Rick's children's story, which uh, I was sitting there, I was like, wait a second, I know this, I know this, I know this. And I'm sitting there playing it over again. Why do I know this? It's killing me. And I'm like, oh my God, this is Slick Rick. This is so cool. Another track that kind of reminds me of another kind of a old school cut is the track More Than I Should featuring Jesse Reyes. If you knew how long it's been since I let somebody in, then you know why I can't look you in my eyes for too long If you knew how long it been Since I felt her on my skin And why I keep looking at the shape in the pain she got on You listen to that synth bass line It's kind of a take on Genuine's Pony they switch between the singing and this kind of rappy vibe. I love how Kalani does that throughout this album. The track that really, really was interesting uh, lyrically was Little Story. Very simple acoustic guitar, but it's all about regrettable love. Would I say I'm a lie, but I'm not always honest. I ain't come through, but that's why I ain't promise. You got a face that I could lie to Light blue, light seen white room And you're fine too Yeah, this is one of those records that I, I said also seemed to be about regret, but also forgiveness and, and moving mm. on. And the album ends with this song called Wondering, Wandering, and they bring in the voice of a child at the end of it. That's Kalani's child. Anytime which, a kid is, is on a record, I'm automatically sold. Kalani is the singer. Their new one is Blue Water Road. All right, let's eat Grandma. They're back with a new album out now on April 29th called Two Ribbons. The song is Watching You Go.
I love this album from Let's Eat Grandma. Kind of like the Girl Pool record that we talked about. It's another album about growing up and finding a new sense of maturity. Let's Eat Grandma is a band that started when the two members were basically children. And their music up until this album has really been goofy, fantastical pop music that sort of plays on their wild imaginations. This album is deep in terms of the experiences that informed it. A lot of the album is about the duo who've been friends since childhood kind of growing apart. You know, in the course of making this album, member Rosa Walton moved to London and uh, Jenny Hollingworth lost her boyfriend to a rare form of bone cancer. Um, And so a lot of this album is about dealing with these really newfound, tough adult experiences. But they tell these stories through this beautiful kind of synth pop lens and the intensity of the pop music I feel like really beautifully matches like the intensity of their emotions. Yeah, when I used to listen to Let's Eat Grandma, they sounded like a band that would be called Let's Eat Grandma, right? And listening to this record, it feels so much more mature and wiser and less playful than that. As you say, they're known for their their very glittery synth pop, and that's all over this record. But towards the end, it does get quieter. I want to play a bit of a song called Strange Conversations. I'd like to speak with you if that's all right. Thought I might find you here where wasted youth lay near through all that's insincere. Dove surrounding you This mottled sky turns blue When you're a teenager, everything everything feels so intense, right? Your first love, your first breakup, and that's the first half of the album. And the second half is like coming to terms with the fact that you'll live through this. And not every emotion has to be this firework intensity. Let's Eat Grandma is the band. Their new one is called Two Ribbons. We do have one more release out today that we want to talk about, but let's take a minute to mention some of the other notable albums that are out on April 29th. John, we'll start with you. This actually came out last week, but Burnt Pink is an instrumental ensemble from my hometown, Philadelphia, and I've been really rocking with their new album that's called Afterlife Dub. It's a trippy record. It fuses dub textures with psychedelia, post-rock kind of sounds. It was actually recorded at Art Department, which is a thrift store slash event space that's not far from my house here in Philly. And the music is 100% improvised and is weird and wonderful. Tariq. My pick is Ebby Soda's Honk If You're Sad. They're innovative. They push the limits of jazz, multi-genre, futuristic. And if you're into jazz, this is definitely a release to definitely check out this week.
Hazel. An album that I wanted to shout out that's coming out today is the new album LP8 from Kelly Lee Owens. It is not her eighth album. It's just called that. Um, she's a great producer from the UK who makes very like trip hop inspired electronic music, airy vocals and great beats. And yeah, I think her calling this LP8 really speaks to how expansive it is for her. It's like someone spent some time in a, a factory and thought, you know what, all this noise and make a really good record out of this. That's like what all my favorite music sounds like. And I'll mention a new one from Congotronics International. It's called Where's the One? This is a global supergroup that has the members of the band Konono No. 1, Kasai All-Stars, Deerhoof, Juana Molina, Wild Birds and Peace Drums, and then there's Matt Milan of the band Skeletons. This record is an hour and a half long, two dozen tracks, so many incredible sounds. Congotronics International, the group, the album is called Where's the One? There's a bunch more music out today worth checking out, including a new one from The Head and the Heart, Diane Coffey. There's the first new album from Block Party in six years. I'll list all of them and other releases in the podcast episode description for you to check out. Okay, the last one we want to talk about today comes from the artist known as Girl Ultra. It's an EP called El Sur. Girl Ultra, Elsa is the record. This song is Bombay, and here to talk about Girl Ultra is a surprise special guest, all Latinos Ana Maria Sayer. How's it going, Robin? <laughs> this was a late ad this week and probably new for a lot of people, so tell us about Girl Ultra. It's a fun record, right? Yeah. It's like I'm bopping my head, I'm imagining listening to it in the club. It really is kind of one of those dancier... EPs, and I think that's really fun for her as an artist because everyone's like, she's such a pioneer because she's really been working in the R&B space, but out of Mexico City. And so people were like, wow, she's such an innovator. Look at what she's doing. And now she's like, yeah, I do R&B and I do punk and pop and electronica and all these different genres. And it's really her repping her city in a really special way. A lot of people may not realize Mexico City is this enormous urban center with all of these sounds that are a part of it. Four on the floor can absolutely drive me bonkers. I mean, like it is just a, a relentless jackhammer. It's but the way irresistible. She does it, it is. She makes it irresistible. It's like I never thought four on the floor could be subtle, but it is subtle on this record. It's just kind of sly the way they do it. You got to listen mm -hmm. to more house music, mm -hmm. man. 
Chicago house music. Yeah. Don't forget, not just house, house music, music, but Chicago soulful mm-hmm. house music you got to listen to. That part. It's funny because she actually has a background as a DJ. Like, that was what she mm. came up in. And then she was like, now I'm going R&B. And now she's like, I'm done with that. I've been trapped in my house for however long because of the pandemic. And I think you can literally hear that. Like, you can hear her itching to, like, get back out there and dance. Like, that sound to me is the predominant Thing that's happening on this record. She also dips her toe into rock a little bit on a cut called Not a Kisser. Which feels like 90s guitar rock to me. Between everything that she does, she's like, I'm incorporating some rock, I'm incorporating some punk. And she also says, speaking of the 90s, one of her largest inspirations for this album was Madonna's Ray of Light. She's doing it all. The EP is El Sur because it's talking about her childhood growing up on the south side of Mexico City. And to say, like, one of my biggest inspirations was a Madonna album. In many ways, she's really trying to make it clear that she comes from a place that is pulling from all of these legacies, which is really cool. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks to Ana Maria Sayer, John Morrison, Hazel Sills, Tariq Moody. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Check the description for this episode in your podcast feed and you'll find a list of everything that we talked about and other releases out today. And you can hear full versions of the songs we featured, along with a whole bunch of other singles that dropped this week, in Apple Music or Spotify. Just search for NPR's New Music Friday. If you want to hear even more new music, go to npr.org slash nowplaying. That's where we keep a running tally of the best new singles dropping every day. It's continually updated with lots of great stuff to discover. Again, npr.org slash nowplaying. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts.